Welcome to the first episode of Mused. I'm Kylie and I'm Grace. There we go. There we go. And this is our first episode. We are titling it Who Slash What is a Creative Slash Artist? Um so we've <laughs> we've reworked our first episode a couple of times, safe to say. Um I think this is our fifth time trying to record. Um, yeah. But, Grace, if you want to get into the tea as to why our first episode has been a flop. <laughs> the tea is that I live in New York City and finding an apartment in New York City is like climbing through the however many layers of hell. And right. so I've... We've been in a little bit of a housing debacle for <clears throat> a little while now, but it's all settled. And so that's why we're recording now, because it's all settled. Because <laughs> they've got Wi-Fi. They have Wi-Fi now. Wi-Fi finally. I mean, we're not going to get into it all because it was nobody. I mentioned earlier, nobody needs to like experience the pain that I that we experienced. And right. I stand by that. So we won't get into it, into it. But just know that um, it was time and that's why we're here now rather than earlier yeah grace released a personal statement on our instagram so (laughs) if you have any issues take it up with the post comment like whatever um but we're here now and that's all that matters um and so i guess we have to get into more of the i guess vision behind our behind mused um and what we're trying to accomplish so yeah, let's get into that a bit. Why don't we? Hey. Yeah. All right. So, I guess I want to start off by saying that this is very much a safe space uh, for anybody that is a creative, creative adjacent, or not creative whatsoever. This is a conversation happening between two BFFLs. We are not professional. We we only know what we're talking about because of our experiences and our personal stakes in them um we are both very independent artists uh very early on in our journeys but we are opening up the floodgates for conversation because we both feel (laughs) as if we've encountered a good amount good and bad and we're also using this podcast as a way to kind of give back to the versions of ourselves when we were first starting out our journeys and also anybody else who is first running out their journey or is in the middle of their journey at the end of their journey, wherever, wherever you are in your timeline, you're welcome. You're welcome here because we just want to talk. We just, we want to conversate and (laughs) open up a space for questions. Um, If we say things and you don't agree with them, by all means, let us know. Um, Granted, please do so in a nice way because the both of us are very non-confrontational. Um, going off of what I said about community earlier, that was one of our biggest goals behind this podcast was for us to just muse. The idea of muse as a whole um, is community and connection and collaboration. Yeah, like we said, we're never going to speak on an experience that does not belong to us, um, that is not related to our identity. Um, we only talk about things that we have personal experience in, which going off of that, we don't know anything. 
Nothing that we say is Bible. <laughs> Nothing we say. Okay, hey, we know some things. All right, we're a little, a little bit knowledgeable. Okay, I'm book smart and a little bit street smart. All right. Let's give credit where credit is due. Right. Yeah. I guess it is why we're having a podcast. But I will, I do, I very much pride myself on the fact that I know so little. Yeah. I know so little. And I always am making room to learn more, to listen to other people's perceptions, perspectives, um and yeah that's kind of what we're talking about in the episode today too is the difference between a creative and artist and the idea of you know when can you speak on things and when do you know enough and the line between making money I don't know but yeah Grace if you want to talk my throat's a little dry and I need to sip on my Starbucks right um (laughs) I think you know, this Muse really started as kind of an idea about the modeling industry specifically. I've been modeling since I was 18. And I've had a lot of experiences um, that have not been great. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, it originally started as an idea of like, having difficult conversations that are honest and, and meaningful. And, you know, when I was like coming up with this idea, it was like, there's so much, there's so much noise, especially when it comes to podcasting and like social media, there's so much going on at all times. And it was, it was like, how can I find something that feels authentic and like, it's really helpful and useful for people. Um, and I think, you know, with this kind of uptick of not even an uptick, it's been like a skyrocket in terms of usage of of social media and how people on social media play into our everyday lives. I think being a model has become so popular and like sought after. So this idea originated specifically for modeling. Um, But Kylie and I have been friends for five years now, a little over five years. Um, And we're both two very creative people in very different ways and we have very different pursuits when it comes to our artistry but um you know we have experienced very similar things in our kind of adjacent industries and so the conversation kind of naturally transitioned from this is solely about modeling to like hey these are conversations that we could all be having and i think Mm -hmm. that's really the point of of muse is to have these open conversations about topics that are uncomfortable and hard and maybe not typically talked about because of whatever reason um and to kind of prepare people and you know speak our truth if you will and you know hopefully prevent people from experiencing some of the same things that we've experienced but also on a lighter note just being able to understand and value your creativity and and who you are and you know how that plays into your life and I'm just very excited Mm. so I think Kylie and I like to talk so there's gonna be plenty of that (laughs) um but yeah I think just kind of reiterating what Kylie said it's you know this is a safe space for honest and safe conversations and our experiences are not one size fit all And we know that. I do want to say too, 
that going off of all of that before we get into the nitty and gritty and beautiful sexy details of this episode we have in store for you i do want to say that we are merely a resource Mm -hmm. um we are a building block in your beautiful illustrious career in whatever you decide to do big word um because to be quite frank, there are things that the both of us have experienced that we wish we hadn't, and we wish yeah. we had known more going into it. And that's the entire idea behind Mused is, you know, it's a movement. It's to help you move and to help us move along with you because it's all a mutual effort to understand <laughs> what we're trying to accomplish through our artistic endeavor. And how um, to like, and how to grapple with that, like the knowledge of if this is something I'm really going to pursue, right. just like any other industry, of course, but like, if this is something I'm really going to pursue, I have to be prepared for the good and the bad. And mm-hmm. I think when it comes to something like being a musician or being a model, in my case, like what's kind of marketed to us is always the good, never the bad. Yeah. And... That's what, you know, I think is really important about Mused is that not only are we going to be talking about the good, of course, like, obviously we're doing it for a reason, um, but the bad is what (laughs) I think is, you know, the most important thing to talk about, so. Right, you got to know what you're getting into as a whole, and in building from the ground up, it's also so, so, so important to know that I think when we're younger, we have this idea of things and moments and people being forever mm-hmm. because we have that we have that innocence of youth and I know when I was younger I was like musician that is it <laughs> I am locked in baby I'm locked the fuck in nothing else and now that I've gotten out to LA Grace and I have talked about this now that I've come out here uh have been unemployed on several accounts and still unemployed now <laughs> um and and currently trying my hand at freelance gigs because now again I'm still young I'm still at the ripe age of 23 and so is Grace however in the realms of society there's a lot of things expected at this age yeah um and so after just graduating college the both of us went to IU IU (laughs) Hoosiers oh Hoosiers Uh, just graduated a year and a month a ago. Yeah, a little over a year ago now. Yeah. Um, and so Grace is in New York City. I'm in LA and have struggled with jobs off and on since I've been here. Grace was the same way. We talk about it mm-hmm. almost every day. Um, <laughs> and now that I'm trying my hand at freelance gigs and assistant jobs and I'm branching out with styling and graphic design and just different thing. Oh, makeup assisting, hair assisting, <laughs> just random things that I've always had an interest in, but never considered, okay, these are things that I can do while I pursue what I want to be in this world. I Um, think that's really important too, because I was telling Kylie sometime recently that I feel like I've reached a point where I'm kind of in between passions and in between Dude, and that's okay because we have this mindset where we have to have a single passion and that defines who we are and our role in the world. Right, right. And I think it's, you know, this is going to be like 
among other things, it's going to be a validating experience for me knowing that, and this is something I want to talk about later, but this idea that like, if you're a creative, that's it. And like, if you're an artist, that's it. And it becomes this like all consuming idea and you base your entire identity around it. So then once you reach a point where it's like, okay, this isn't working how I need it to or how I wanted it to, and you have to pivot, then that's like a total destruction of self. And so all of this to say, I'm very excited to like experience this kind of validation and like growth alongside not only Kylie, but just everybody listening. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, these are experiences that we all face in one way or another, even if it's not in like a creative realm, you know, but like human, the human experience in general. And I think especially at our age is humanity. Yeah. Yeah. But now we're thrilled. Capital T. Capital (laughs) T-H-R-I-L-L-E-D. So welcome welcome woo 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 so i guess we can start getting into <laughs> what we're actually so if you can't tell if you can't tell <laughs> kylie kylie is the one that's a bit more um I, I was gonna say extravagant that's like my that was the first word that came to mind are you calling me gay <laughs> no guys everyone i'm gay it's okay guys i'm gay all right it's okay guys kylie's um, gonna be the one who who <laughs> who screams out just on you know uncalled for i tend to be a little more and that's fine but you know that's your fair warning so so get on with it (laughs) okay so (laughs) so i'll just start by saying this topic today is is pretty open-ended and there's not like some some topic yeah sometimes we'll be talking about things that are very like cut and dry and like things that like I've experienced and I know for a fact this is how it happens and you know same for Kylie um but today it's going to be a little more open-ended and up for for debate so yeah while we were in the pre-recording stages of our podcast we wanted to start off with I guess I mean we're talking about art and creativity and I think you got to define the difference between those two things before we're going to expand off of that for however many episodes we go. You know, who Mm -hmm. knows how long we're in this ride for. But hey, (laughs) saddle up. But we wanted to lay out, I guess, the idea of, okay, so where are the differences and where are the similarities and why it's so important to discern the two, especially if you are trying to make a career out of your artistic endeavor, out of your creative endeavor. Yeah. When it comes to the two words, artist and creative, uh, immediately I think of different like things or people. Um, An artist to me is somebody who creates, which it's hard because these, these words are so interchangeable. But to me, an artist is somebody who pursues art for a living Mm. um, or again like kind of going into this idea of like making it your entire personality I feel like artists are much more likely to like claim their artistry but Mm -hmm. I think that creative and like being a creative is just something that is innately human I think everybody has creativity it's just the artists 
who decide to capitalize on it and yeah. you know turn it into if not their entire life then part of the, like a big big part of their life yeah the way i perceive it and basically what grace is saying is artists are more of the professionals artists are the masters the teachers the professors mm -hmm. The doctors, whatever. They are the ones that are higher ranked in their artistic capital career. Mm -hmm. Right? Not just an endeavor. Whereas you've got the creatives. And when Grace says innately human, you know, that's the innovation. That's the experimenting. That's the idea of and I love 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 saying this is one of my favorite things to recognize because it took me so hard to rec or it took me so long to fully understand uh being a human before you're an artist yeah because we are all human before we are an artist a a doctor a bus driver a whatever whatever you want to define yourself as in the world at the end of the day and at the beginning of all days you wake up in a meat sack and you go to bed in a meat sack this is what right. we are first right this is the flesh and bone this is the humanity of it all i think um, that's something that i like i've i feel like that's something i've lived with for a long time but it wasn't mm -hmm. until i had the ability to like take a step back from my situation that i really understood it because i think yeah. you know and Kylie, you may be able to speak to this too, but like actually saying you're going to make something your life and then getting to a point where it is your life, even just for a little while, again, it becomes so consuming that mm -hmm. like in my experience, I forgot that like I was a person outside of, of my modeling career and I was right. a person outside of how clients and and casting agents and agencies saw me and so then to be able to take a step back and remind myself that like all of this would be for nothing if I weren't a human and just a person first yeah it's very yeah. it's very um it's very grounding to remember that you have the the power to make your art and your creativity you know work for you mm. rather than make it work for what people expect of you or from you and also to make it work against you like bro yeah. you do not have to grind and hustle 24 7 to make it there is balance yeah. you have to rest you have to go out and experience the world around you for inspiration for understanding mm -hmm for expansion, for growth, all of those things that make you you. And this is also a very interesting conversation that if we <laughs> wanted to go so astray could lead into the idea of AI versus human art because this is something I've been very, very interested in. <laughs> but to leave it very plain, creativity is the idea of the human soul. Yeah. It's a soulful act. It's a soulful endeavor. Mm-hmm. AI makes art. That's but there's, it. Right. There's not necessarily any sort of a humanity to it. I guess humanity and how, like being 
soulful is tied to being human and like having humanity. Yeah. And it's interesting that I see all these conversations and people saying, I don't believe in AI. I don't believe in artificial intelligence because it's going to replace humans. Nothing can ever replace humanity. Nothing can do that. A robot can't, what? Is it going to yoink my soul out of my body? It can't do that. It can't. And once I mean, we understand that definite, like defining, again, this is just my personal views, guys. But once <laughs> you understand the difference between humanity and an AI and its inability to replace us, holy shit, can you use it to your greatest advantage of all time? We, I used, I, the both of us, I put Grace on Dolly. We used graphic design to make our cover art for at first. Uh, it's a very different cover art now. Um, <laughs> but for hours, we were locked into that thing. And we plugged it into different graphic design element or not elements. What is it called? I don't know. I don't programs. Know. There you go. Um, and toyed with it and created something and a meaning that meant something to us that spoke to our human soul. And when you understand the large, large difference between art and creativity holy shit, can you understand just how important it is that we are humans experiencing arts Yeah, and how cool and how unique and rare that is because you can't mm -hmm. replace a human soul. You can't. I, I think care. it's really interesting because I feel like if you think back, say, so many years, I don't want to throw out a number because <laughs> that makes me nervous. 500 BC. But if you think about it, like if you think of an artist in – the like purest sense of the word when we think artist you think of like picasso right that's no. like one of the first yeah. names that may come to mind or yeah like van gogh like think of those like huge names that you think of like those to me though are still people that like i would consider to be both it's possible to be creative but not be an artist I, right? But, like, these people were, like, the purest example or, like, the purest form of not only, like, a, a master at their craft, but also they were, they were innovative and they were experimental in their crafts and, mm -hmm. you know, their methods and XYZ. So, you know, not to say that, like, these things don't overlap, but I think that we have kind of reached a point maybe in these creative industries where, like the lines are, are a bit more blurred. Do you have thoughts? Yeah. No. My thoughts, yes, is you can be creative and not be artistic. Right. But And this is what I'm getting from what you're saying. And But you can't be artistic and not be creative. Right. Like you can, you can be a creative. You can do creative things in your free time. No need to make money off of it. No need for monetization. No need for a full-time gig. Mm -hmm. um, no need for connections, network, resources, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can do that. But if you want to be an artist, make it a full-time thing for you, have a salary, an income, security, a connection, a place on Raya, girl, you got to be creative. <laughs> You got to be creative. You can't, you can't be an artist and not be. Because again, yeah. this goes into the conversation of soulless art and copies, mm -hmm. um, plagiarization. Um, but that's like a whole different segue. But yes, I definitely agree that you, yeah, you can't be 
artistic and not creative and then yeah. vice versa you can be creative without being artistic so i know you mentioned that you know like you talk a lot about ai mm. making art and you know do you still consider because now we're having this conversation of like artistry and creativity is is rooted in humanity and so i'm just like considering that ai can like does have the ability to make art that we consider Mm -hmm. art like does then that take the conversation into the idea that like art does not just have to come from humans in the sense of like is this kind of an undefinable phenomenon because like for example Mm. you could look at a leaf and look at like the intricate details on a leaf from a tree and still consider that art right you know so like what does that what like what does that lend itself to Mm. so in terms i think of ai the way that I perceive the creative element of AI is the fact that artificial intelligence was programmed by humans, right? Mm -hmm. Humanity encoded that shit into the AI and said, here we go. This is your algorithm exist in the free world. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is why it is so, 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 so interesting The way that I perceive AI is kind of like (laughs) our highest power, our highest achievement as what humans can give to exist outside of themselves that is still an extension of them. Yeah. Without looking to God. Mm -hmm. We got God and then we got AI. (laughs) That's the way. I mean, think on the Marvel movies, you know, this, that's a prime example to me. Again, everything I say, this is not Bible, this is not fact, this is the way that I perceive things and make sense of them in my brain. But the way I see it, especially in the Marvel movies, come on, there's God and there's artificial intelligence. You got Jarvis, you got Ultron, trying to be the leaders and controllers of the free world, whatever. Yeah. Um... But this is where it gets interesting, and this is where it becomes so crazy to think about the fact that art truly is undefinable undefinable mm-hmm. in nature. Um, there, girl, who made that shit? <laughs> right. Who the fuck made that shit? Who I know who's destroying it. I know who's destroying the world. Easy, it's humans. So Easy, true. it's us. We have been since whenever the fuck we got here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I believe, but I do know for a fact. Here we go. <laughs> our human hands did not carve the world, did not carve the earth. And so here comes the question of, okay, so if creativity is a human act, if creativity is in the human spirit, do mm-hmm. we come from the earth? Woo! This is why, girl, I'm a shroom taker, Okay. I, I love mushrooms. I love mushrooms. They come from the earth. I think this is why I just ruled. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love this conversation, but this is why <laughs> I feel Truly so. <laughs> this is why I feel so connected, though, to the earth and to the idea of nature. When say I'm on shrooms, um, 
it's a longing for the return of where I came from because that's the high, in my mind, that is mm-hmm. the highest level of art that you can ever possibly get because yeah. no one made that. A human, right. a human flesh and bone. It was, it, it existed. It's been existing. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that. It exists without a human soul. Granted, this is a much larger conversation because I do think that <laughs> trees have souls and I was going to say we're getting whatever. we're getting so meta. <laughs> we're we are getting super super meta, but hey, this is what it's for, especially <laughs> when you get me on the topic of artificial intelligence. But it I truly do think that art is an undefinable act because it it just is. It just is in nature. It just is. Um and yeah. I think in a way of possessing that power, we destroy it. Exactly. And that's why our world is burning. <laughs> to put it plainly. Yeah. <laughs> to put I mean, it yeah. blunt. But no, I do I do really think that art is an undefinable thing. Um, because you can truly look at anything. You can look at a splatter of paint on a shoe and say there were so many molecules in the universe that came together for that moment because there were things had to happen before to get that splatter of paint on the shoe especially if you thrifted at a thrift store where did it come from oh the mystery oh the art of it all anything can be art bruh i mean just think of galleries and 90 (laughs) percent of the things that exist in galleries now and people putting a splat of paint on a canvas and hanging it up for $50,000. I mean, that's yeah. your art, babe. That's your you know, art. Now we can now we can get into the conversation of like at what point do we consider art art? And, you know, and and who has the authority to decide what is and what isn't? Girl, you know, there's I no think authority. <laughs> that's why exactly. shit is running free. I think it's, you know, like there's something so special about, and I don't know if this is something that the majority of people experience or if this kind of just, this is going to sound so pretentious, but like if this is something that just kind of comes with having like a creative eye, but like being able to walk down the street and look at something and like make meaning out of it, but also see like the beauty and the artistry in it, regardless of what it is. You know, I think that's something that is, that's a very, special experience to have and I think I feel like you know I can remember some of the first times that like I really experienced that and just like the beauty of being able to recognize the the beauty of of what's around you Mm. you know and then but at the same time it's like I can look at something and perceive it as like one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen and somebody else could look at it and be like, that's a piece of, like, garbage, you know? Right. So it's, like, now we're, we're you know, leaning into this interesting conversation of, like, especially when it comes to monetization and making money off of your art. And, like, mm-hmm. if you're – if you are motivated by money, how does that, you know, come across in your, in your artistry? Yeah. And I well, think so- that's something that – especially now we're experiencing again like with social media and just like 
how how much everything yeah. is like pushed in our face like at all times like we're being force fed things like 24 mm-hmm. 7 you know yeah it's the overconsumption and i think yeah in a way um it is becoming i don't know this is a very interesting conversation but the idea of our short attention spans and mm-hmm. how captivating and innovative and new and raw and special something has to be to be defined as one of my favorite films of all time or yeah it's very very different from say a golden globe from a grammy from because every single one of us knows that those bitches are rigged (laughs) <laughs> capital r um granted yeah do i still want a grammy of course i do that's the right. external achievement of anybody's lifetime who's a musician yeah that's the physical proof in the real mm. world of yeah i did that of course i want yeah. that right but i want it while acknowledging the fact that it is highly highly rigged but anyways, 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 off on a on a tangent. But in terms of TikTok, <laughs> me yeah. and my friends, me and the girls talk all the time about how awful the music industry has become, for example, um, because our attention spans are so fucking short that we have to be locked in with the initial hook. Yeah. And that's it. That's all that matters in the song. The creativity goes out the window as long as we got a radio hit. And as long as we got our, what is it, royalties, we're good. We're good to go. As mm-hmm. long as we got a TikTok sound, that's it. Can somebody make a dance to this? Yes. All right. We're releasing it, honey. That's yeah. on the album. Yeah. And so where, you know, where does this artistry come from? Like, can it be taught? Is creativity taught? Or is it innately bestowed upon a person from a stork in the sky? What is it? You know, what is it? Me personally, yeah. I believe, I mean, no one taught me my creativity. Girl, every single person in my family, there is not one artist. <laughs> Granted, I'm not an artist. I'm not a professional, guys. I'm a creative right now, okay? <laughs> but there's, you know, there's not a single creative person in my family. I am it. You know, that it's, everybody yeah. else, you know, they do sports. They do the business, business they do i don't know yeah. all the other things that i don't yeah. um and again i'm not saying it's good or bad do whatever i don't care as long as you're not impeding upon my life and my decisions fuck i off. do want to talk i want to talk about something though now that we we both said the word business at the same time and talking about social media and you know this idea that like everything has to be the next best thing in order for it to be successful. Yeah. And also thinking of the same thing we were talking about earlier with like someone like Picasso was an artist, but he didn't necessarily have to be like a business mogul at the same time. Mm -hmm. And we've reached a point where it feels like if you want to be successful in your creativity, you have to like, like market the shit out of yourself and like yeah you're not you're no longer just being creative and just making art you're now you know like running 
a full-time business, which, okay, fine. If that's what it takes, you know, to be successful. But I know in my instance, I started modeling because it was fun and it was like a fun creative outlet. And then as I got like deeper and deeper into the industry and and into the, the job, I was running a business for myself like not like I wasn't making any art like I was the thing that I was like trying to sell yeah and it became it it's this really interesting like you know why do we feel so inclined to monetizing and like I get it because it's like we grow up in this in this society that you know emphasizes work to the point where it's like work is your life Mm -hmm. and so you know, if we're going to have to work for our, for our whole lives, then we might as well at least do it. So like do something that we love. Exactly. That's what I was while working, you know, but it becomes like, I know in my, in my case, it became very dangerous and, and not to say that, you know, that's sorry. There's, oh my God, there's an eyelash on my eye. (laughs) Make a wish. That was so, so, um, (laughs) beautiful of me, but, um, you know, not to say that like, the girl next to me at a casting that I go to is experiencing the same thing and like feeling the same way. But I know for me, it became very like dehumanizing to like Uh sit there and like try to sell myself to people for them to recognize that like, yes, I do have creativity and I do have artistry that I can bring on set. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. Dude. Again, I think with the advancement, of our society of obviously capitalism with a capital c oh my god i have 15 percent on my laptop oh my god um with the advancement of our society and technology and all these things and all these opportunities for anybody to have their claim to fame um mm-hmm. it truly is survival of the fittest um yeah and also going off of what you were saying if i'm gonna have to work to survive i might as well work to have my art be my work right to have yeah. my passions and the things that I love be the things that I make the money from mm-hmm. um but it's so dehumanizing especially now that I'm on my job hunt you were a couple months ago and yeah. bruh just the things that I have to say on my resume or in my cover letters <laughs> to have a shot at this person who was once in my position to take me on as an assistant to get them coffee to iron their clothes yeah, let's I've, be very I've, clear. I had to have 50 laps around the world and know so and so people, like whatever. The ways that we have to get rid of so many parts of ourselves just to make room for things that are important in the eyes of society for us to have a chance at making art, art, oh, making art. our art our thing. <laughs> yeah. It's incredibly dehumanizing and it's. Part of the reason why I'm like, okay, let me just freelance then. Let me throw my pussy to the wind. Someone grab it. Someone let me on set. Earlier, like two months ago, I was in a conversation and somebody was asking my credentials, whatever, and my experience. I was like, no, I don't have experience. I have personal experience. I've done my own hair. I've done my own makeup. I've done my own creative direction. I've done my own photo shoots. I've done et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I just want to be on set let me on. I know how to take my car down the block and get coffee. I know how to iron a piece of clothing. I know how to take it off the rack. Mm -hmm. I know how to do these things. But because I don't know this person at Universal Studios, suddenly I'm not an option. 
And it's just this yeah. whole act of what you have to do. Can you hear my gate squeaking? I do hear it. We'll ignore <laughs> it. But truly, what you have to do to have a chance, which now going off on a different tangent, the good side of TikTok. Mm-hmm. Any. Buddy has a chance, dude, which is why there's so much oversaturation, so much yeah. overconsumption, right. a loss of attention and focus. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of that, holy fuck, do we have art? Holy fuck, is it everywhere? Yeah. But now it's okay. Okay, who's going to win? It like, really, it really is. It's like, it's truly like, you know, a battle. Yes, but why? This and is my thing. This is my thing. Because, and hear me out, there is room for everybody. As long as you are mm-hmm. who you are, dude. As long as you're not trying to become a trend, trying to become a yeah. sound, trying to become exactly like a reincarnation of someone that was before you. I guess that's no, what I reincarnation com- is. I completely agree. And I think in my experience, especially in modeling, it's like, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of told when we sign up for this, that there's one very specific way you have to look in order to be successful in that industry. And while that is still true to an extent, there really is a place for everyone. If you know, like if you can identify your strengths and you're able to like really push those rather than like, you know, like let's let's be real here. I'm not the tallest girl in the room. Yeah. But I do have bright red hair. You know, <laughs> so like yeah. Right? And 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 that's something that makes me stand out. And so, mm-hmm. you know, of course, if there was an instance where I was going to a to a casting and they were looking for a girl with red hair, that puts me, you know, a leg higher than everyone else that doesn't have red hair. Being able to understand those differences and then play up on them is right. what actually makes you successful. Something too. <laughs> Nepo babies, mama. Um, thinking about when you were saying how, you know, someone was just born that way. That was their genetics, right? Yeah. People being born into the circumstances that they're in, into the fiscal benefits and opportunities. Creativity yeah. then can truly, truly be taught. Mm-hmm. Because they have the money, they got the resources, they got it could be taught. Here, 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 here. Here's where I'm at. <laughs> it can be taught, but can it be learned? That's the difference. And that's that, I think where a lot yeah. of people grapple with the fact of, okay, does this Nepo baby really have talent or is this person their parent? Yeah. I think think of think of actors, bro. My my biggest example is actors. You think I of think- their parents and the fact that I'm sure that they came out of the womb being taught how to act. I would argue that artistry can still be taught, but I don't know if creativity can be taught. Oh shit. That's what I meant. Oh, that's what I meant. I always forget the difference. I don't forget the difference guys. That's what the entire episode's about. <laughs> it's just, See, easy. Right. it's just easy to mix them up, which is why we're talking about it. It's why we're talking about it. It's very important to understand the difference. I meant I'm artistry. Right with you. That's what I yeah. meant. I meant artistry, the act of being an artist, the act of being an actor, a musician, whatever, 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 that can be taught. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think true creativity, you have to expand, dude. You truly, you yeah. have to. 
you have to expand and try things to really understand where your boundaries are and where things don't work for you. And that means being uncomfortable. That means being in positions you wish you weren't in. That means meeting people that you don't like. That means trying a hairstyle and holy shit, am I fucking ugly in this? Let me try something else. (laughs) You have to try. You really truly have to try to understand creativity. Because again, what is the idea of the soul? That's why we're here to begin with. The entire human act is an expansion of the soul Mm -hmm. and a reclaiming of it and a returning to it. And if art is a soulful act, if create no, not art, if creativity is a soulful act, girl, where do you think you're going to get that creativity? Yeah. Get the fuck out of those boundaries, baby. You know, I think it's- I think there's not really like one way to be creative. There's not one way to be an artist, you know, and now it's like, again, can we be both? Is it possible to be both and be successful doing it? Mm. I think. I think anything's possible. (laughs) I think yes, because. (laughs) Right. I think yes, because, you know, it's like you mentioned earlier, somebody can create something that to my eye or your eye holds no value, mm-hmm. you know, safe to say, and they could still be very successful and they could still have people paying millions of dollars for whatever they've created, mm-hmm. you know, but that creativity, the innovation, the like purely human element of it might be missing yeah and how does this how do you feel like this ties into your life how this ties into my life wait can you repeat the question that's it how like this this like the pressure to be a successful artist like the pressure to to be an artist before being a creative oh like bro, the, that's the, every day the pressure to make money and monetize and be successful mm-hmm. in the like stereotypical I- ideal of success. It's every day, dude. It's every day, yeah. especially. And I'm not going to name drop, <laughs> but especially <laughs> some people that I see that have platforms and careers and money and resources and people around them. Mm-hmm. I don't like their art. I don't like yeah. it. But I'm one in however many people in this world, right? So this ties into what I was saying earlier. There's room for anyone. Truly, there mm-hmm. is. Um, but I look at these people. I'm like, okay. So if I want to get to where they are, I struggle with this idea of, do I have to sell out? Do I have to yeah. sign contracts that are gross? Do I have to meet mm-hmm. people that I don't like? Do I have to post TikToks that don't I don't like? Whatever. Do I have to do these things? And I was yeah. just having this conversation with my upstairs neighbor truly a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where the balance comes in. You have to – I'm not going to have a swimmingly beautiful career. I'm not going to get to where I want to be if I don't do things I don't like. This is what I was just yeah. saying. I'm going to have to do things I don't like. I was. I met with a producer a couple days ago. He said the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to network with people. You just have to. You have to. Yeah. He said, you got to go to some of these events. You have to. But while you're at these events, find the people you want to be friends with. Right? Find the people yeah. that you can connect with on a human level mm-hmm. rather than just the exchange of 
<coughs> excuse me, exchange of credentials, right? So there's yeah. ways that I could go about doing things that I don't like, but still have them resonate with my end goal, with mm-hmm. who I want to be as an artist. And it's truly, it's balance, bro. Everything comes back to balance. Everything comes yeah. back to yin and yang, bad mm-hmm. and good. It's all in equilibrium. Yeah. So it's truly every day that I struggle with that pressure, 1000%. Mm-hmm. For yeah. where I want to be at. Um, but at the end of the day, I have to recognize I'm a human before I'm an artist. I have to yeah. live a bountiful life to write about the things that I want to write about. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that I went through I wish I didn't. Yeah. That's where 90% of my art comes from. Right. Um, But I don't know. You just – I. You got to try. You, you just got to try. You got to do things you don't like. You got to meet people that you don't like. You got to see people have careers that you wish they didn't. <laughs> they, they get, you or that you wish you That's had. Life. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have control over any of these things. Yeah. Over any of anybody else's lives. I don't. And that is that so. is when it becomes so powerful being able to relinquish that like mm-hmm. like be able to throw your hands up and say like Yes, to a certain point, like things are within my control. But at the end of the day, you know, you can't control other people's perception of your art. Like, and being able to like throw your hands up. Yeah. And being able to like relinquish that like grasp that you have on that like validation that we feel is so needed, I think Mm -hmm. is when the true like artistry really starts. Mm hmm. A thousand percent. It's a surrender. Yeah. So on that note. Well, I do have 5%. I have 5% on my laptop and my shit's glitching. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, yeah. But this is just the tip of the iceberg. Obviously, we didn't want to get into every little detail and possible idea in what is now 55 minutes. Uh, Mm Because what would be the point of having this, right? What would be the point? Um, (laughs) But on the ideas that we had today, on the idea of a creative versus an artist, I truly think that we had some good things to say. And obviously, I know personally, and I'm sure Grace is too, very eager to hear feedback, to hear ideas, to hear conversation. And thank you. If you are still here at this point, thank you so, so, so much for listening. We can't thank you enough. Yeah. and we can't wait to have you on this journey with us because this is going to be a journey, Mama. This is quite a journey in an experiment. <laughs> we don't know where this is going to go. That's the point, right? Yeah. All right. All right. See you next week. <laughs> Huggies and kisses. Love you all so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Peace we love, love you. We'll be back with episode two love. and about. Yeah, we'll be back soon. Yep. Yep. All right. Bye. <laughs>